Peace and blessings, good people, and welcome to Fathership, a podcast on fatherhood in 20 today. I am your host, Fleming. And I'm Ms. Vaughn. And today we got the Bells, Mr. Ryan and Tarasha Bell. Um, so thank y'all. Hey, you guys. You know, hey, <clears throat> pardon me. This is our, huh? That's you know, hey, Ryan from Vaughn. That's actually good. Hey, Ryan. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, right. See, see, it's our real good clubhouse folks, you know. Yeah. Good, right. good clubhouse folks, you know. Yeah. So, what's going on with y'all? How you doing? Nothing. Good, man. <laughs> okay, one say nothing, one say good. Okay. <laughs> Everything is good, man. Y'all call me on day to day. Ooh, okay. Well, first off, first off, we want to say congratulations, not only on the baby, the new baby that you guys have, but on getting married. So congratulations, because we haven't talked to you guys since then. So congrats on all of that beautiful family stuff. And Tarasha, you know, you know, you're going straight to heaven because you married Ryan. So God's going to be like, oh, yeah, come right on you. Thank you so much. And Ryan, and Ryan, your spot is secure. Okay, without a, without a shadow of a doubt. You just know. You just it was a good deed done. Wrote this. Good. <laughs> I saved it from depths. Ooh, the depths of what? <laughs> really? <laughs> that's a bold statement. I'm oh, trying somebody to tell you. Me this morning. All right, now it's just like you leave. Well, come on now. Y'all, he really mad at me, but he gonna be uh, a today. So, mm. <laughs> somebody told me, somebody told me today I married up, and I agree. I graciously oh, and humbly so agree. Oh, so that's probably the thing you just said in like months, ain't it? <laughs> I'm a very nice guy. I ain't even make a joke. I was about to say, you know, I married, I pulled up, but I pulled. Mm. It was that as a joke. I, mm. I, I agree the first time. <laughs> I've got my suit and tie on, guys. I will respond that way. <laughs> <laughs> okay, my first question to you guys. So can you guys explain to us, our audience and stuff, your family dynamic? Um, you guys are recently married, and then you guys recently just had a baby. But... Yeah, so uh, to... Explain our family dynamic. I give you a little bit of backstory on on our relationship. So uh, we have two daughters who are nine. No, they're not twins. We're a blended family, right? And Tarasha and I met right before both of our daughters turned one years old. I believe Genesis may have been one already, and uh, Ayana was getting ready to turn one. So we've known each other for almost um, nine years now, right? Uh, the first Seven and a half years of that relationship was strictly a friendship. It was a platonic friendship. Um, you know, we considered ourselves to be best friends of each other. Um, during that time period, I had another child, my son, who's six. So that so around that time, uh, when the relationship shifted from being a friendship to, hey, you know, maybe there's something, something a little more there, right? We uh, uh, at that point in time. Um, we had two nine-year-olds and uh, my son, who was six. Um, and then now, like you said, we're married. Got married last year in September. Uh, and we had a, another one. We added to the bunch. The only kid that we can't get rid of, that we can't send to somebody else's house. Right? <laughs> 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 
pretty much. Uh, and, and she uh, just turned six months on the 23rd of this month. So we are a family uh, of six all together, the two adults and the four kids, but the youngest at six months running the house. And another one coming. And no yeah. more. I'm getting clipped. There'll be one. There'll be one more. I'm you guys will clear. be invited to the baby shower. Mark my words. Okay, so <laughs> I see a little contention with that last one. Uh... Unless she' about to go have an entanglement. <laughs> I got to do what I got to do. Ain't gonna need a sibling. Here you go. Oh goodness. Okay. A- so we, you know what? We'll just we'll go ahead and keep this. So when something come around, and just go, you know, go ahead and put this recording on to you just go ahead and be like please right. listen at the 59 mark uh just go ahead and listen to that <laughs> if, if it happens i'll just bring you a case of whatever your favorite look is because you don't need it, and that's, that's wow. it. Okay. definitely brother. do i get a case because at that point you'll be pregnant no you don't get a case for creating something then you won't first of all the child needs a sibling when all the other siblings are away because then she thinks she can run daddy no. she got to have somebody to play with Mm-mm. What okay. was that? We had a we had a conversation. What was it? The what was it on the um the uh what was the gift? The when we had the conversation about the um oh oh god, what was that? When a woman gives birth, what 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 was the what was the gift? Oh the push gift. The what? Man, look here. So yeah, yeah. Okay, this that, is totally yeah. off topic. So let's not even I know, go but there. I'm just, but know, I'm just saying you know, like, because we no, totally disagree. I'm, I'm go there. Totally disagree on that. But I'm just saying. I would give. I would give. So so if there's a pushing gift, right? I got to give my man a case of whatever his favorite lick is because that's a putting it in gift. Because he put it in. Done nothing. Yes. The it, woman it, carries the baby. Gift the woman pushes gift. the baby. It, it, there the you go. You get, you get the pumping sleep. gift. There's yep. Breastfeeds, yep. baby. Nah, he get the pumping gift. No. Yeah. Breastfeeds, no. choice. Now come on. Whoa. No, it's not okay. Now, not you the way Similac would call it. Would you rather me go ahead and produce it for free? Which one do you want? Wait, hold on. Let's talk about how Similac recalling all they formulas. Listen. I'm not saying that I would. No, 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 no. But, but let's let's just you know for for the record, I'm gonna just say. Don't that. stay off topic. What I, was the topic? No, no <laughs> I'm just gonna say for the, for that for that particular portion, right? Because I've heard it said to men, I can't give you credit for something that you're supposed to be doing. Whoa! I can't give you credit for something that you built to do. Let's just call it what it wow. is. Wow, Fleming, that's really what you want to say? And that's <laughs> just, really how you want to go this, bro? I'm just, I'm okay. just saying. All right, bet. If I'm just saying. Right, like, come on, let's, let's look, let's, look. Let's I understand. Look, if that's look, really how you want look, to go this, look, look. I'm, what I'm saying is, what I'm, what I'm saying is, like, you do realize that your lifeline without us will be non-existent. You do I didn't say that it wouldn't be. You're not hearing what I'm saying. You're not hearing what I'm saying. I'm not saying that it wouldn't be. What I'm saying is, I'm, 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 I'm gonna sit here and give, get, as they say, I'm a, I'm a match energy with energy. So anytime somebody sits there and they're like, "Hey, you know what?" As men, like you know, we don't get the we don't get the the thoughtfulness, we don't get the sympathy. We get told, "Hey, you know, I'm not gonna, not gonna," you know, what I'm saying that's what we supposed to do. That's what we supposed to do. So, 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 like, so hey, the fact that I can literally die, literally lose my life. Bringing no. in 
He didn't say the birthing process. Hold on, hold on. Yeah, like, right. No, 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 like, don't don't say that. Don't say that. Let me pull like, you back. You do realize that. I'm going to do for you. I'm going to do for you what Tyler Perry did for Will Smith. Let me pull you in. We got this. Let's stay on topic. Me and you, we here. Come on, girl. What's the next question? Mm. You're right. You're right. Yeah, because y'all make it real crazy. You're right. No, because that's real. Like, because it's what? Let me just be clear. That's some hurtful shit to hear somebody say, ain't it? Is, is, is that what it is? We did that. Is, not, is, is that not? Is that not? Is that not? Does it not? It's not that it's hurtful. It is just when you realize what it is that you're saying and who you're saying it to. Mm-hmm. Like when you realize that statement, it's just like how inconsiderate, how selfish, how much of an ass you can be to let those words come out of your mouth. That he didn't say he believed it, though. You know, no, 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 no. But even well, still, said, like, you let that come out your mouth, that is just something like, seriously? And all we supposed to be suit and tie right now, and I don't see suit and tie and conversation. Said, well, I came, I came in... I came so there was that. Well, he came in a hoodie, so he was ready for this. I came in, he I came came in a hoodie, so he was ready for The only one ready in the suit and tie is Ryan. So I'm maybe, and I got on a t-shirt. this conversation... We get down to the last one. I mean, but I'm just saying, like, you know, look, like, look, consider me Jerome and the rest of y'all Morris Day, because I'm holding up the mirror, and say it. If that gets said to me and to the fact that, it, hey, as a man, as a father, right, you doing what you're supposed to be doing. <laughs> Siobhan just rocked herself. <laughs> and I'm going to say it. I'm going to be like, all right, cool. Then then when it comes that, down to that aspect of women breastfeeding, pushing, you know what I'm saying? If you like, like if you if you were fucking and the possibility that you can get pregnant, right? There's an aspect you accept that, right? So when it happens, it's not like a like, oh shit, like damn, we pray. Like no, that's a that's an aspect that can happen because you fucking, period. You know. So when you get pregnant, you make and you make the choice as a as a mother, right, or as parents, right, that you're gonna have this child. Everything that comes with it, those are the things that you were supposed to be doing. Go and see the doctor, natal care. You know what I'm saying? Making sure everything is good. Those are all the things that you were supposed to be doing. Can I get my question about co-parents? Right, right. Are you finished? Wait, though. No. Are you? What was the next question? <laughs> Are you done? Because I'm finished. Are you done? I'm done. All right. Let's go. Moving on. Uh-huh. So, <laughs> you got our family dynamics. Uh-huh. Right, right, right. Gotcha. Right, we got your family dynamics. So, <laughs> coming into the situation, how did you guys handle, like, you know, you have the girls that are the same age, which kind of, that's a little helpful. But how was that, how was the blending part? Because, you know, you have your daughter who, of course, is probably with you guys all of the time. And then you have Ryan's kids who probably come like maybe every other weekend or something like that. So it's just like, how was that? How did that transition? Because I know sometimes for kids, it's cool. And then... I would just say, like, I didn't have the greatest experience with that. We'll just leave it like that. Suit and tie. <laughs> Come on, suit and tie. So, um, <laughs> the experience of blending, specifically as it relates to the kids, right? And mm-hmm. 
kids' interactions with each other. Um, again, because of the dynamic that we had, right, they were more so like friends or cousins at first, right? Um, you know, to Jen, I was, I was Uncle Rye, right? Um, and so once that, once that relationship dynamic shifted for Tarasha and I romantically, then it also began to shift for the kids naturally, right? Um, and I, honestly, it's still a work in progress. I think early out, um, mainly the girls, mainly Genesis and Ayana, I think they had extreme difficulty uh, with the transition. Um, I think that- uh, And why is that? <laughs> um, and it, it, it manifested itself in different ways, right? I think more so Genesis' difficulty wasn't necessarily with bringing the other kids in. I think Genesis' difficulty was with having to share her mother with, with me now, right? Right. Um, and Genesis' difficulty was with having to share her mother even, you know, when the other kids are coming into her space because um, in, 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 the, in the place that we were living in at the time, right, uh, she was the only one who had to... Um, you know, share her space, share her things when the kids would come over, right? Uh, it was very, very difficult um, in the early stages for other reasons outside of the the blending of the family specific. I think that, that was a piece of it, but some other things for Ayana, right? Um, I think Ayana didn't absolutely early out know how to cope with it, right? And exhibited some behaviors that were, you know, just not the greatest, right? Um, I remember uh, at Christmas, um, you know, they were just doing little things to be, you know, how how kids are sometimes being catty towards each other, right? And then Genesis um AirPods go missing, right? And we find them in the toilet after Ayana has went to the bathroom, right? Um, and so little situations like that, right? You know, I notice things like that, just like I, I would notice how sometimes Jen would just purposely do things, right? To 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 pick on the other, you know, to pick on other kids. And, and then my son, he, I think, put, I, I think, honestly, I think my son has handled it the best as far as blending the kids together, right? I mm -hmm. think um, he's just sort of in his own world as it relates to the kids becoming one and the kids having to recognize each other as um, siblings. I do think that there was a, a, a lot of difficulty around um, I, I do think that my two really had this stronghold on their brother and sister, right? And I think we're still really um, pushing towards uh, um, making sure and ensuring to them that, no, all of you guys are brother and sister now, right? You know, no matter what is said to you by anybody, Right. No matter what anybody puts in your ear, no matter um, what anybody, how anybody makes you feel about it, um, regardless of how you may feel about it yourself. Right. Because I, I do think that they're um, at the age right now, you know, where they're able to form their own opinions about things sometimes. And regardless of any of that, y'all are now brother and sister. Right. I don't look whenever I tell somebody they ask me how many kids I got, I say four. Right. I don't say I have three and then my wife came with one. Right. Mm -hmm. I have four kids. Now, I may say that if they get into the 
when I say how old they are and I say I have two nine-year-olds and they say, oh, you have twins, then I give them the breakdown, right? But, mm-hmm. you know, so I, I think that the 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 the, the blending of, of the kids um, in the early part was, you know, it was rough. It was rough. It was extremely difficult. I think now at this point in time, I think that they're kind of, uh, you know, really adjusting to it. We see, you know, they speak to each other all the time now with, you know, FaceTime, playing roadblocks, whatever the case may be, right? I look in, I look in uh, at my daughter Genesis' phone and she got, you know, got Ayana this, saved that sister this, or Nasir saved in there as brother this, or, you know, whatever the case may be. So, um, you know, I think that uh, they are really moving in a better direction and us as the adults in their lives on both sides of the equation, right? Yeah. I think we have to always make sure that we're doing our part to promote that. And I don't think that that's always been the case, right? That I don't think that we've always done that in the best way. Um, more so, I would say probably on the other side, right? I would say that 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 there was uh, more hesitancy on the other side around really promoting um, them as siblings, right? Um, which I don't think was necessarily the best, you know, the best thing to do. But I, I have seen here lately um, that there's more consistency around ensuring that everybody feels like we're one big happy family. Did you have to have a conversation about that or you just felt like time was able to take care of that? A conversation, well, yes, conversation and one, not a conversation. I think, I think to a degree in my son's situation, I don't think that that conversation has happened. I don't think that that conversation will happen, right? Okay. But I don't think that, I don't think that the conversation, and when I say the conversation, I mean the conversation in regards to someone saying to him, that is your sister, treat her as such. That is like your second mother, treat her as such. I don't think that that particular conversation is has happened or is going to happen, right? I do think there may have been a conversation to the opposite of that early out. I think right now, at this particular point in time, as it relates to my son, I don't think, I think it's moved away from that negative conversation to I don't think any conversation that's happening right now in regards to that, right? I think it's kind of just, the, the the atmosphere around it is it is what it is and mm-hmm. and we're gonna move on with that right now with my daughter's mother yeah that absolutely eventually was a conversation between her and I um that happened more so around uh last summer uh we took we all took a, a road trip and I was my daughter Ayana didn't come and I was told that she was in summer school right and uh, we eventually had a conversation about this because I, I knew that her being in summer school wasn't necessarily fully the truth, right? And, you know, I, I eventually um, had a conversation with Ayana's mother about it. And, you know, she admitted to the fact that that, that wasn't necessarily a true, right? That she was in summer school. Um, and from there, that night, we was on the phone for maybe about an hour. Um, we had some additional conversations around all things related my time in the summer, how I value my time and didn't want it to be impacted. Um, mm-hmm. how I was always going to put my wife in a position to protect my wife, no matter what, these are all things that I was having a conversation about with, with her on that particular phone call. Right. And I think ever since then, there has been a more intentional effort to 
ensure that the family feels like a family. For example, just maybe two weeks ago, I get a text message from my daughter's mother. And the last piece of the text message is her inviting my wife and I to come to the birthday celebration of her husband. Right. Now, her and her, her, her husband and I have a really good relationship. Right. Um, you know, we speak. We speak quite frequently. Um, you know, he's somebody that you know, I'm, I'm getting ready to go down there for, for my daughter's father daughter day. I plan to um, I plan to go out for a drink or something with them when we have time, right, while we're there, right? We have that kind of relationship, right? Um, and so, you know, I do think that there's a... I do, I really, I love that, just FYI. Yeah, keep- yeah. It's, it's dope, right? It's, it's awesome. It's cool. Y'all see the video of me crying on when my daughter just got her ears pierced. He called me, right? He called me to joke around, right, shoot the shit about it. <laughs> uh, people call me like, bro, you cried, man. You know, we, you know, we laughed and we joked about it, right? Um, but so I, I do think that that early out, there were some conversations that maybe weren't necessarily the best conversations that didn't promote that atmosphere for us, right? And made things difficult and challenging and put the kids in a certain headspace um, that they didn't need to be in, um, especially as it relates to them accepting Tarasha at in that particular position in their life right but i do think that that um you know it, more recently um that that's not the case anymore that we're moving in a in a in a healthier direction in a better direction and it really just took time it took time it took some intentional conversations around it um it took really us being in a position in some in some respects that you know no matter what happens on the other side we're always showing up in the healthiest most full way that we can within our household, within the time that they, we have them and the experiences that they have with us. Um, and then really allowing for the kids to ask some of those questions themselves, right? Because at some point in time, when you miss out on certain things, right? I'm, my daughter asked me, for that, I brought up that summer trip that we took. She asked me at one point in time why she didn't get to go, right? And my, my, my comment to her was, because you was in summer school. Now, she knows she wasn't in summer school, right? She uh-huh. knows that I was told she was in summer school, and she knows that she doesn't know that I know at that that I knew at that particular point in time that her being in summer school was a lie. But what I hoped happened with that was that she then now had to question to herself, okay. I didn't get to go with my dad and my family on this family vacation because of this particular reason, right? Mm-hmm. And is that reason accurate? Is it true? And if it wasn't, who was the reason as to why I didn't get to do that, right? Now, she may not ever ask her mama that question, right? right, right, right. But she, she understands that question. But the seed was planted. And to me, there's, it's not a coincidence that shortly after I had that conversation with my daughter, her mother was open to having that conversation with me that I mentioned to you earlier. Mm. Mm. Tarasha, as far as as far as your experience, as far as the, the, the co-parenting, obviously, because it's the two of you. Right. So has your has your experience in, in it been been roughly the same or slight differences? 
that you see. I mean, especially given the fact that me as as a mom in the primary care of your daughter, right? And, and it like I'm sure that there was probably way more conversation that you got on maybe your end once she got to an age of being able to articulate to you how it is that she felt about things. Um, you're talking you're speaking in regards to blending genesis. Right. Um, we're very vocal in this family. Um, there's nothing subtle. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> subtle about um, my upbringing and how we are express our emotions. And so um, even now, my daughter is very, she's very vocal. If she's feeling emotion about blending, she will let me know. Mm-hmm. Um, my only job and mindset is to give her tools to navigate this relationship as I'm learning to navigate. Um, my husband has stated his experience and I believe, you know, it's, it's really his point of view. It's more subtle than what I would say. Um, it was rough as hell. (laughs) It had rough as hell and conversations for those who may be experiencing the same thing. And you're just like, well, how did you get to that point? There were fights. There were fights between the kids. There were fights between the mothers and the fathers. And um, sometimes those fa- those fights brought up a good conversation between the other mothers. Um, sometimes they did not. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it allowed the kids to say, I don't want to be here with you. Well, why not? What's going on? What mm-hmm. emotion do you have? Because they feel they may need to pick the, you know, be loyal to the other parent, which we understand, right? So then that opens up the opportunity for us to have an honest conversation of, hey, I've been in your life since you were little. Nothing's changed. I'm not trying to replace you, replace your mom, um, you know, even Genesis and our baby girl, Ayana. Genesis is not replacing you and daddy. Even with Angel being born, that conversation had to happen because Ayana doesn't live in the home. And now Ryan's raising another little girl and he gets to see her every day. So that's a conversation of, hey, just because he has another little girl that he sees every day and he and she's your blood, nothing has changed. Just that you get another sister. So um, I am always very intentional as if they are my students. I am a teacher. And so my goal in with my students is always get to know who the student is, what they need and how to give them that. That's, that's all I am to you is to feed you what you need. So my blended babies are my students. I try to figure out what they need and how to give it to them. Um, our son, he did do a better job with it. Um, blending he, cause one, he was younger. He's just like, mm-hmm. I just want to have fun. Right. Right. I have noticed as he's gotten older, there is a loyalty side. So I do have conversations with him, very intentional conversations of I'm not trying to replace your mom um, because Ryan will leave him with me. And there's a constant, when is my dad coming back? When is my dad coming back? Um, That has come from imitative behavior that I've noticed. I'll say that very subtle. (laughs) Did did that come out right? Imitative Mm -hmm. behavior. And so I I like the way you worded that. That was real. You know, that's broke to my husband because maybe I do need to be shaped and molded a little with my words. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> um, you know, I intentionally just pull him to the side and say, hey, your dad's coming back. I'm not replacing you. Do you want to call your mom? You can call her and have that conversation with her, just how you're feeling, you know. Um, and then 
what our son, he is much easier to have a conversation. And sometimes you just have to reset kids. Um, but I reset him and I just let him know, Hey, I'm not replacing your mom. Go have fun. And then he just goes and he has fun, but it is just a reminder to him. Like, okay, I can just be a kid. And that's all we want them to be as kids. Right. Right. Enjoy it. Enjoy it now. Like <laughs> you biggest hack and biggest lie they ever tell you is to grow up. I'm telling biggest you. lie and hack ever. And we shouldn't make them grow up too quick and we shouldn't bring them into adult headspace. So that is always my, um, that is always my goal. And I do think that I have always been able to do that, but that comes from my upbringing. My mom, she did everybody. I don't ever lie about what my mom, what my mom did or who she was. She was a drug addict. She was Girl, hold on. This is important. No, this is important. No, but the way you said it, though, it threw me off. And I was just like, wait, what? No, but this is, this is, listen to the whole thing. My mom was a drug addict and a prostitute. So whoever she was with, she would bring them home and they always had kids, right? But my mom was huge on, they're your siblings. She never married the man, but those were our siblings. So we had fun. It wasn't our business what, you know, the fact that they were new kids in our house often, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So easy to just, this is family. This is what we do. So having Nasir and Ayana, it was easy for me. There was no, um, let me think this through. To me, they're just kids. You know, you bring them in, you have mm-hmm. fun, you do the same thing you would do for another one mm-hmm. and, you let, and you let it be that. Um, mm-hmm. So blending for me can be easy. It should be easy. Um, Genesis has had a hard time. Again, she's going from being with just me for nine years. Mm-hmm. Um, even with Angel, you should have saw the fallout she did with us <laughs> telling her that I was pregnant. She literally cried and bawled because she did not want a sibling. And so, um, you know, she's had to, when the kids were coming, we only had the two bedroom. And so she had to share her room. But when the kids leave, they have their own room, right? They never have to share with Genesis. So those were conversations. Then Ryan's new. So Jen can't walk around naked. We hippies here. Me and <laughs> Listen, you see the baby, look at the baby, the baby naked. That's how we are here. I don't feel like kids gotta wear clothes. They they draws and they brawl nested. Let them be free till they have to do it. And so that was a big shift for Genesis because now she's like, Mom, I gotta put clothes on. I don't wanna put clothes on. And I'm like, I know, I understand. And so, you know, it was a big shift for her and it still is, but everybody is falling in line. Um, I will say, especially um, Ayana, our our daughter's mother has done a big shift and it has come from hard conversations, um, disagreements. And, um, and I also think her now husband as well has um, plays a big part in that. Mm-hmm. And so, um, you know, you you can forgive people. You can move on. You got to acknowledge your part in it. You know, maybe my part, I, I think about it. Maybe I came in thinking the wrong thing. And what I mean by that is I thought, hey, y'all know me. I've been in your kid's life. Never hurt them, never abused them. You've seen me with them, right? 
So this should just be easy. And maybe that was just the wrong mindset and I should have taken my time, right? Mm-hmm. So now there's a shift of, okay, give them the opportunity because everybody doesn't think that way. And everybody didn't grow up blended and just accepting any type of kids, you know, mm-hmm. like normal. So that's my mind shift about the whole thing. I take my accountability where I need to. And, and I, I don't think that, they, see, I think that that the piece on, on that with them not accepting, I think that was more so tied around like for example, right? I, if I if I take myself and I may know you as the man who has been, because remember, for everybody, our relationship in the early stages was strictly a friendship, not just the kids, but for the adults that were involved too. Mm-hmm. So now, once it's not a, a friendship anymore, it's like, hey, yeah, I, I'm not I'm not upset or saying anything from the standpoint of you may hurt my child or do something negative to my child, I think some of it was my position as mom, it maybe is being a little more challenged at this particular point in time, right? Mm-hmm. So I still, think, I don't necessarily think that any of, um, that, that, that any of them felt, hey, you're going to do something to harm my child in some particular way, shape or form. I really believe it was more so around Hey, them kids really like they 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 love Tarasha, right? They my, my kids love my wife. She does absolutely wonderful with them. There is nobody in the world that I would want to be my partner along this journey with raising my kids, right? Even the two that she didn't birth. And if I if I can see the love that those kids have for her, my point is I ain't the only one who can see that love, right? I think most of the time it's a head. <laughs> However, I've gotten messages that said, did you feed my child? Why is that even a question? Again, again. But I, but what I, I think, I'm I think not saying that comes that with a different what I'm saying is mindset. Those, yeah, those, those are... Because I'm dealing with you, I deal with you in a friend mindset. And then when I have to deal with you in a significant other, that's a whole different shift. Right. And everything is not always cool. Like it's not just a, you know, a easy breezy cool. Because that's my problem in life though, Javon. I'm I, I'm not gonna lie. That's my problem. I can ease into any situation and I just don't have those mindsets. And I and I laugh because people call me a hippie and I am a hippie because to me it's just we're just flowing through life. I mean, it's just not that. Baby, when I tell you, you are very blessed to say that. And I will say that I'm not like that. I will say that in some situations I am. And in other situations, I'm not. Like, sometimes I need to be braced for something. Like I said before on the show, like, I'm very much a person of, I need you to tell me in advance. Don't just throw nothing up on me. (laughs) Like, don't, don't just be like, oh, surprise. No, 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 no. Because the action you're going to get is going to be a very much a surprise to you because it's not going to be something that you expect. Which and, which our relationship was very much a surprise. And it was. It was very much out of nowhere. And again, <laughs> that's why I say I don't discount anything. There was a whole lot of arguments. There was a whole lot of rough patches. I've been on, I've been on the Father Shield podcast, podcast before by myself where I laid out all the bullshit I, I felt all like I was... Right, right. Right. You did. This is never me trying to sugarcoat anything in regards to that aspect of what went down. What I what I hope to do, though, is to provide context 
from both sides of the equation because I ask people all the time to try their best to see things from my lens. And so I feel like if I'm asking other people to try to see things from my point of view, then I have to put myself in position to try and see, okay, how did you feel once this happened? How did you feel once we now shifted from being just friends to a romantic relationship? How did, how, what, because I hope that you would see that from me in regards to your dealings, your romantic dealings. Mm-hmm. I, mm-hmm. I hope that you would understand that, and this is how I know that there could be some insecurity. When I bring up insecurities, it's not to cast blame on anybody. I have them. So there's moments where um, I have questioned my position, especially in my daughter's life, because I mentioned that, that his name is Z. Z and I are, are really cool. But Z is a really, really good brother, right? Mm-hmm. And so there's mo- there have been moments and times where I, I remember the first time I met Z. It was at my daughter's birthday party. I had heard about him. I had never met him. I meet him for the first time. I pull up like I normally do to her grandmother's house to get ready for the birthday party. Now, normally when I pull up to these birthday parties, who's the big man in charge? It's me. I'm dad, Right. Ain't right. been no other man around there but me. Right. No other man that anybody actually took serious enough to matter, right? There, there had been other, other boyfriends, right? But my point is, that's the first time that I walked into a situation like, oh, shit, there's somebody else here who matters. There's somebody else here who my daughter actually um, uh, admires. And so there was a level of insecurity there at first that if I didn't check, I could have went down a different road in regards to my relationship with Z, right? And so that, that, that that's, that's all I hope to do in the conversations that I have with folks is like, hey, look, there's going to be some effed up situations. There's going to be some conversations that you feel is just unnecessary and don't need to be had. There's going to be people questioning you and, and, and how you are as a parent. And you know it's complete bogus and BS and, and maybe uncalled for. And, and ain't to say that you don't even deserve it, right? But and, and there is a reason for everything. There's a reason why that individual may be acting that way. Oh, There's absolutely. a reason why that individual may be responding in, in that particular manner. Right. And you have to figure out which I think that we've done. And I give credit to the other side as well. I, I, I just sent my daughter's my daughter's mother a text message the other day and said hey, we were talking about her summer visitation. And at the end of the text message exchange, that thing went smooth, right? And so I sent her a text message. I said, hey, I just want to let you know how much I appreciate you and want to say thank you and how and show you how much we've grown, right? Just look at this text exchange we just had, right? And mm-hmm. she sent a text back and said, yeah, we actually did it, right? We, we've actually gotten to a point to where we are cool. We're good, uh-huh. right? Uh-huh. We're good, right, right. So, you know, I think that that... It takes time. It takes intentional conversation. It takes always ensuring that on your side of the equation that you're doing what you're supposed to. I tell people all the time that even just individually as as, as their dad, I it kills me whenever I get into an argument with their mothers or with Tarasha in front of the kids because I never want to be in a position where they ever perceive me as the individual who was causing the tension or causing the drama or causing the altercations, right? And I think I think that on all sides of the equation um, that we've gotten to that point, right? I think that we've gotten to that point as it relates to 
my daughter's mother, as it relates to my son's mother, I think we've really, and on our end as well, that we've really gotten to that point. As it relates to Genesis, um, you know, I think that we as fathers sometimes assume that mom has everything under control, right? And we as fathers just, and not to say that moms don't have it under control, but we at times can feel like there's not necessarily the need to respond at all to a particular situation. Now, I don't necessarily know the ins and outs of all the conversations that my wife has with Genesis dad, right? But I say all that to say that it has been easier on my end to navigate the co-parenting side of dealing with Genesis' father because I think that at times us as men don't necessarily press the issue as much as women might, right? So, for example, no, I agree if, something, if something happens with Ayana, I, I will never text Z phone. I may have a conversation with her mother, but I would I would never call Z for an issue in that way, right? So I said to say, Genesis' father is never going to press me about anything because men don't necessarily do that unless something extreme happens, right? You know, if he get a call that beat Genesis half to death, right? Then there may be an altercation. There may be an issue there, right? But on the day-to-day of life, a lot of times when men aren't going to press those issues, right? Um, and so I think that that's why maybe that that there's been more opportunities for experiences, more opportunities for altercations, more opportunities for, um, and, and because of that, there's been more opportunities for growth on both sides, right? Then there has been for me in my relationship with Genesis Father. As as you as you were talking earlier, you know, one thing that definitely to to Rasha's point, um, there's always this there's always this underlying competition when it comes to I mean, there's underlying competition between people, period, but especially parents. And it always it always cracks me up. Right. Because even two people who could be in the same household it's still this underlying level of competition as into which kid loves more. Yeah. Yeah. you know so so from that standpoint like you know if that's taking place and you can imagine when it is that you know you have another woman that comes into your child's life or another man that comes into your child's life and it's one of those things where it's just like okay yeah but I'm I'm still dad like you know I'm I'm still I'm still mom you know and and those things are if you've never if you've never really taken the time to really think about that for yourself or even recognize it and realize what it takes to overcome that that aspect and those are all the things that you're going to have to deal with and it sounds like the two of you have definitely dealt with with that along the way um and I think that's why that's hard for me and that's why I said to Vaughn, I have to take accountability and realize people don't think the way I think because Genesis father got with a woman all I wanted to do was meet her Met her, asked her what her um intentions were about my daughter. She said she loved her. She knew her since she was little. 
boom, it's been an easy road for her. Mm-hmm. I transitioned into things with no problem. I'm not threatened. I automatically, when they got married, before they even got married, that's your family. As long as she treats you right, blah, blah, blah. You're good. Right. Treat her right. Be respectful to her. It was easy for me right. because that's just how I've been raised. We just accept but, people. Right. Move them the- right. And so it has that. been hard to experience the insecurities or the questioning of my character or, you know, because I didn't give that. And when you didn't give that off and you receiving that, you like. Right. But it's no different than like, you know, when like, like I I know for me, right. Like, like, like my favorite uncle, you know, my favorite favorite uncle, right. My favorite uncle was, was, was a father figure for me. Yeah. You know, Ah. it didn't take away from my dad, but at the same time, I knew that there were things that I could talk to my uncle about and I couldn't talk to my dad about, you know, and when you are and especially in a co-parenting situation, I feel because because your time is is your time is dictated. You don't get to see your children 24 seven, you know, so so it's a, it's a thing, thing of where it's it, it does become even more of a competition because it's like you're you're doing all these necessary things just to make sure that when your kids come around you mm-hmm. that it's like hey you know I'm 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 nice dad I'm the cool dad like you know or you know when your kids are around when your kids are around the parent twenty four seven realizing the fact that like okay well now we've got Tarasha like and Tarasha's cool and you know Tarasha understands this more so than what mom does right and mom sees that and we don't necessarily know how it, I mean because you know kids are blunt as hell they will just you know if they if they feeling it they're gonna say it right mm-hmm. and you know it may have been a time where it was just like I mean well but Tarasha don't do that you know and that and that hitting hitting a, 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 a mom's ear who spins in her mind 24 seven with you who does all of this right it's now like wait a minute like how, how like she only been around for like you know and, that's, but that's people that's and, even and family people. right exactly so that's so that's my daughter would be like cousin shasha let me do this i'm like eh. right but see but the thing what i'm what i'm getting getting or hearing is, is you're, you're you're very comfortable in you you know, yes. you're very, you're I don't want to compete. I just want peace in my house. And that that's is- and that's it. Right. Right. And that's and that's <laughs> it. And that. And look, I, I, I recognize that because for me, it's the same way I am. I roll with the punches. You know, I grew up in a in a in a single parent, you know, co-parenting situation, understanding wholeheartedly what it is to go from, you know, how things are at 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 dad's house versus how things are at mom's house. And we had a whole 3000 miles between us, you know, mm-hmm. and my mother, whenever she tells the story, she's like, you know, she's like, look, I raised him on blues and R and B's like his father put him on the classical and jazz. Yeah. And hip hop came along and fused everything with me in the streets. And that's, that's the culmination of me period, you know, but that is the severe difference between them. We just actually spent um my mother has a collection of 45s right and we literally just went through that uh going through and you know getting ready you know getting rid of some keep saving the ones that she wants to save but it was a combination of like her music taste and his music taste 
And it was like, you know, I play things and she's like, no, I don't want that. That's your father's. I was like, okay. You know, but that's the, that is the difference between the two. And it becomes a competition. Like I even think like, even when I talk about even having this podcast and talking about things pertaining to my dad, like I, I, I sometimes even now I'm cautious with what I say because there's still that underlying in my, in my mind, there's still like that underlying competition because it's like I'm highlighting in, in, in her mind, she may feel like I'm highlighting my dad. Right. And whatever her viewpoint may be of, of him is still, is still present. You know what I'm saying? And she has to, and I have to be mindful of that even as a, as a kid, because it's like, okay, well, I don't want to necessarily offend or it's not to necessarily take away from, everything that she's done as a parent, you know, but here we are, you know, so you have to be, be mindful of that, but that's how some people are, you know, but like, but much like you, I roll with the punches and I'm just like, all right, well. It is what it is. is I think the tool to take away is if you're, if you're anything like me, understand it doesn't always go that way because people don't have your personality. Um, Be open to, the insecurities or just the questions or it's just going to take time. Yeah. And if you're the other and you're questioning, if you're the mother and you're questioning the new wife or the new girlfriend, whoever, take your time getting to know her, ask her questions. You know, it's so funny because (laughs) me and Ryan got into this. uh, It wasn't a disagreement. So for spring break, I don't want any kids with me. None. (laughs) I don't even want Angel. Right. Everybody needs to Got it. <laughs> but if you know me, I never want kids with me. <laughs> I don't want my kids at first. The funny thing is, I told Ryan I didn't want any kids with me. Now there's a whole story, blah, blah, blah. We're not gonna get into all that. But we mentioned that there's a whole story that you don't want to get into. <laughs> right. At some point but, we into that. Ryan, I gave Ryan permission to bring his brother in on the disagreement. And his brother was like, I said, now one thing everybody knows about me, Jordan, is what? He said, you be giving your kids away. Everybody know I give my kids away. If I can take a break, I'm going to take that break, okay? Ain't no shame in my kids, okay? (laughs) So if you knew that about me, you would know I ain't in no damn competition. I don't want my own kids. (laughs) I'm trying to get them away. And when Jen can go to her daddy's, I send her. With no problem. And now I'm trying to figure out how to get rid of Angel, which is why we got to have another one there. Don't ask me why I keep trying to have kids and I'm trying to give them away. I'm but it's going to make sense later. Don't worry about it. No, it wait. No, it ain't. No, it ain't. No, it ain't. It make total no, it ain't. sense because think about it. Hold on. Let me make, let me make a connection. And then I'm going to wrap it up. If after Angel that, got that somebody to play with, guess who ain't got to play with her? Me. Me. Boom. That's it. So. <laughs> That's it. I had to like a way out to me. I had to play with Genesis for nine years by myself. It won't happen this time. (laughs) The truth of the matter is, there's two things can be true. Yes, there are moments in time where Tarasha wants to give her kids up. But trust and believe (laughs) that when Genesis is gone, four, five days in, who was sitting here telling me, a week. I miss my baby. My baby need to come home. Yeah. I need to call. I'm going to tell you right now. I'm going to tell you right now. I wish Genesis' father the, lived close. Hold on. I really wish he lived close. One thing he would never fight, and 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 anybody, even he could say this. If that nigga lived close, 
He would have her Monday, Wednesday, Tuesday, Wednesday. I get her Thursday, Friday, and still try to figure out how I can get her Saturday and Sunday. <laughs> I would love that. Absolutely love that. Do I miss her when she gone after about a week? Absolutely. She's still my child, but... Right, but that's how you do. You you will miss somebody after a week. Absolutely. Like, it's a week. Yeah. I will hope you miss me after a week. Yeah, I got about I a week. Really, I will hope you miss me after at least day two. <laughs> 72 days. Right, like, give me, I'll give I you a whole 48 hours. After 48 hours, I'm going to need you to miss me. At that point, it's like, damn. My, I need my, a week. My point is that my <laughs> wife loves strongly how much she be ready to give her kids away. Everybody, everybody know. Every, every, every. Oh, no, the only thing that matters, I will give your kids back. My stepkids can go back. My my um blood kids can go back. If we wasn't together, he have he would have Angel almost every day. I sit right one time. We got into this big fight, y'all. Big fight. I planned it out. I planned everything out. I planned how we was going to co-parent, where I was going to live, how often he was going to have her. And let me tell you, he was going to have her more than I was going to have her. And I meant that. So. <laughs> Next question. Speaking of, <laughs> speaking of, speaking of, for, for, and strictly for Ryan, this, this is an adjustment, right? You got, you got, you got your child, like with you 24. Yeah. Seven, man. Like, how's that, how's that feel for you? You know, it's great, man. It's great for a few reasons. One, um, the experiences, right? Uh, you know, we were just talking about going to get my daughter's ears pierced, right? Um, to truth be told, I can't really remember if I was there when Ayana, my, my oldest daughter, got her ears pierced, right? Mm-hmm. I don't know, I can't remember that experience, but. Whether I was there or not, the 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 atmosphere of the situation around that time is clear because I can't even remember the experience. I can't even vividly remember whether I was there or not there, right? Right. Um, and so I say that to say the the opportunity for the experiences that I'm having now, right? I I 100 want to take her to daycare every morning, pick her up from daycare every evening, right? Um, because I didn't have the opportunity to do those things, right? Um, just because I wasn't in a relationship at that point in time with either of my, my son or my daughter's mother, right? And, right? and proximity didn't allow that, right? It wasn't necessarily that I wasn't in a relationship with him, it was more so the proximity. I didn't live close enough mm-hmm. to do those things, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm, I'm just relishing it. And, and, and then too, there's a little, uh, you know, I'd be lying, I, I would be dishonest if, if I didn't say that there's a little bit of validation for me there as well, right? Where all these years, my parenting has been questioned. So validate right? me with another kid. And, um, <laughs> you know, they're my, my parenting. I, that right in there, I, I, I don't need that much validation. <laughs> uh, you know, my, my, my parenting has been questioned. And, you know, this is really an opportunity for me to, to be the dad that I know I've always been. Right. right. And that in the moments and opportunities that I've in the in the moments that I've had the opportunity to be dad, you know, how I show up for all of my kids, right? Um, and it does uh it it, it you know it, it does it, it does feel good, right? You know, it does feel good. Right. It feels good now to have 
have those moments where, you know, sometimes I sit back and I'm like, yeah, can't, can't nobody tell me, but you don't have them all the time. You don't know what it's like to have a kid all the time. Right. Yes, I, I, yeah, I do now. Right, right. <laughs> so, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's been good, man. It's, 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 it's been good, you know, to, to have the opportunity to do those things. I'm, I'm excited. Sometimes I, I don't speak about it a lot mm-hmm. uh, because, and that might be some of my own uh, trauma, right? That I, I don't really talk. I don't really talk about how excited I am to hear her first word. I don't really talk about how excited I am to see her first steps because there's still a piece of me that is like, maybe you won't get to see that. Right. Right. So, you know, um, and, you know, I think that that's just my own, my own trauma, right? You know, uh, 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 you And know. you say what? You say what? And you, you, you're saying, you say that because of your own trauma, that's why you. Yeah. Okay. So, so I, I give you an example. When, when I okay. had my, when I had my son, I was supposed to move to New York. Me and his mother were supposed to get married. I go to New York, I interview the whole nine yards, I get the job, I'm moving to New York to go to grad school, we're supposed to get our own place, the whole nine yards, get married, That's get, I go to the interview, get the job, I leave the interview. We, I believe we're at a park. She looks at me and says, I don't want to be with you no more. Right? So there's always still a piece, and then I'm, I'm, I'm a child of divorce parents, right? Mm-hmm. There's always, Anybody in my mind, a little piece of me you well, I, I know that because you're such an awesome person. And, and, you know, everybody who did leave you, they lost. But listen, my point is, my yes, point is, is you know, there's always a little piece of me that's like, you know, pinch yourself. Is this true? Is this happening this way? Um, and and then be appreciative of the moment because I can't find myself slipping into those modes where, um, and then it's difficult too at times because. And here's something that that I, I talked to Tarasha about a little bit, and not just with the experience of being a, a dad to my youngest every day right now, but even with my other two, but mainly with her, I have to, I have this mindset, I have, I slip into this mindset sometimes of, how I'm expressing love or showing love to my daughter, to Angel, or even to Nasir and Ayana, thinking that how does Jen feel maybe about not receiving that same type of love, not from me, but yeah. from her dad in that way. Not to say that he doesn't love her, right? But how I how I express it so outwardly how I express it so we have that conversation because dad doesn't pursue as hard as Ryan pursues his children so Jen does see that those emotions do come and you know Fleming you asked you know how's Jen taking it there's intentional conversation Jen you're not being pursued the way you see Ryan pursues Mm -hmm. Ayana Nasir um, but it doesn't matter because he's pursuing you the same way he's pursuing Ayana and Nasir. So you're receiving that love, right. you know, it just differently. Um, and I have to be intentional, though, about how I do pursue Jen, because, again, like I said, sometimes to, you to, want it, sometimes you don't. To, to, and, 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 yeah, yeah that, that, that's true. That, that's true. But, but not even necessarily on her end. I, I would be lying if I didn't say. 
it's natural for me to walk into this house, pick up that baby, and love on that baby. Mm-hmm. It is it is an intentional practice of mine, mm-hmm. right? To ensure that I do that for Genesis, right? I don't know. I don't know what that is. I don't know why that is. I love the girl beyond anything. It is it is natural for me mm-hmm. to think to when 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 my when 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 Nasir and Ayana are here, how I love on them and interact with them. I do have to again be intentional with my practice as it relates to to, to Jen, right? Right. Um, I, I think I've gotten that way as um, like Nasir has pushed me away, right? And so I'm like, all right, you won't beat me? Ryan, take him, you know, or Ryan, go make sure your mom can get him or your sister can get him because he doesn't want to be with me, right? Instead of putting the fight in of like, no, you know, that's something he's being taught. Show him that you love him no matter what, you know, just be intentional with him. And I think, you know, um, kids can make you feel like, um, make you question your natural parenting or natural abilities or, you know. Yeah, they they will. Yeah, they will. Yeah, they will. Yeah. So start to just, you know, you start to sit there and just be like, well, I, I just want to love you just because that's just who I am, right? Or, right. you know, I just want to sit here and talk to you because that's just who I am or play with you and have fun. But because you keep pushing me away, the other part of me is like, all right, little nigga. <laughs> right. So, you know, but I'm not fight that hard. But I think that also comes in the way, like, we also have to realize and, um, I had to take a step back um, as far as, especially with my little sister, like she was very different than how me and my sister were. We were very much like on us. And yes, love. Yes. Oh my gosh. I love you. Like yeah, <laughs> that's not her. Like she, she doesn't like that. She's yeah. not, you know, it took her a while to get with the, you know, we're very much all over. Laugh. And yeah. and laugh. And like that has always been us. That was not, she, yeah. she she didn't like that. She couldn't, it it was just not I her know. thing. So it took, right, but it took us, so then it was just like in realizing that, in realizing one, that that's not applied or anything against us. It's just sure. like, now we have to figure out how to give her, how to express that. our love language in a way that shows her love, yeah. that we do love her. But then also that, you know, this extraness that we do, it's actually okay. <laughs> It took a couple of years, but you know, you know, we, we eventually it. it'll come around and you'll do it right. too. Eventually we got it. You know, we, you know, it took us a while, but eventually we got it. So it's just like, that's kind of like the biggest thing. And then it was just like, we um had a, con- my dad understood like the way he talks to me, he can't talk to my sisters like that. Like and understanding like everybody then because comes differently and that's going to be my next question to you all like how have you noticed that each child like you guys can give love a certain type of way but then you're also realizing that now that the kids are growing and you know getting personalities and stuff they need to be shown love in different types of way how do you all juggle that oh i'm huge on knowing someone's personality and (laughs) ryan loves me but i do appreciate him i've been able to you know, pull him aside and say, Hey, that's not what they need right now. Try this. And he does try it. Um, one, you know, I, I think as a parent, you got to pick up books. 
you got to go to seminars. You got to be willing to exchange conversations with people and try and implement their tools, right? Because most of the time, they have the same kid as you. And so it gives you some insight to how to deal with them, right? Um, Genesis is very much touchy-feely. She likes quality time, but she's also battling with her dad, right? So um, um, when she acts out, most of the time is I need attention. Okay, so we give that to her by singling her out, not in a negative way. All right, you need quality time. We're going to intentionally just spend time with you. And this is what it looks like. She got in trouble at school. I said, you must need attention. She has to be with me every day. (laughs) I think she's getting enough attention now. (laughs) Um, That's Genesis. She's quality time and physical touch. She wants hugs. I don't know, because she's kind of growing out of the sometimes she wants to be kissed. And then other times she's like, I'm getting too over this. So we've been watching that. Ayana is a talker. She likes communication. She just wants to talk. Um, I can tell that she likes for her dad to kiss on her and hug her. Um, So, you know, we are big on, hey, the kid just needs you right now. So y'all go have your time. That's huge for us. You never Mm -hmm. even have to question that. Um, If Ryan needs to spend time with just one of them or sometimes we've had times where it's just Ryan. And the two he brought in, it's just Tarasha and the one I brought in. You know, we're intentional about that because we've shifted their entire atmosphere. So give them what they need. Um, Nasir is shifted their entire atmosphere. Yes, we have. <laughs> um, Nasir is he loves his daddy. You can't tell Nasir nothing about his father. Okay, um, I've seen him stand up against his mama about his father. <laughs> so, yeah, he um, does. No wrong in his eyes. Listen, Damn no right. wrong. So, that's how you do it. Listen. That's how you do it. <laughs> that's why he's his favorite, Lord. Right. That's also why he. That's also why Ryan won't give another one because if it's a son, he feel we not gonna give him to that. <laughs> but anyways. It's the truth. But um, Nasir is very much a daddy. He's a daddy's boy and he still likes hugs and kisses from his dad. So Ryan gives him that. He does not want to be kissed or hugged by me. And I'm okay with that. Um, High fives. Um, I might every now and then like, I said, you're going to give me a hug and then just throw him away. So he don't feel like it's too much. Then he thinks it's a playtime. Right. So I've given him enough, but now he wants to play. And so I can do it a little more and that's all he wants. And that's it. So Mm -hmm. we're big. We do, um, to answer your question, we have conversation with other parents. Um, We read books. I'm huge on books. (laughs) I'm laughing because Ryan likes audible books. And so he don't like books, okay? He doesn't like books. He likes articles though. It's really funny. He likes reading articles and stuff like that. But I'm huge on books. So the way I get Ryan to be a part of my book club is I get him to read me the books at night in the bed and he's got the chapter and I've gotten the chapter. So he's had the opportunity to hear these strategies and, and then I'm normally the one who implements them. And Ryan just kind of says, I'll see if it works. You try, because he just thinks that I try everything, but I do try everything. <laughs> so um, so we try books. Um, we have conversation with other people who have parents, and then we watch our kids and we try things. If the strategy works, it works. If it doesn't, it doesn't. Um, the biggest thing as a parent, you do need to um, read the five love languages, but not just the adult ones. You need to read the kid ones, because there is a yeah. big difference. It's a big difference. It's yes. a big difference. Um, I, I, when I got pregnant with Jen, after I had her, um, I used to spank her a lot and I was just like, yeah, this can't be it. 
Um, it was a pop. It was more of a pop. But I said, this can't be it. And I picked up a book. It's called um, Loving Our Kids on Purpose, Loving Your Kids on Purpose. And it was a huge game changer for me. So I never went through terrible twos or anything like that with her. Um, I say that I went through crazy eights um, because once she turned eight, it has been a whirlwind. And someone gave me a new book that I am actually um, trying. I got to go get the name of that for y'all. Um, and it's working. It's more of a motivation book too. Cause Jen can be a little lazy. Let me whisper. Cause she upstairs. Um, <laughs> I thought my daughter is lazy. Joyce hey, Myers, but, hey, I know, I know this. Like I, <laughs> my baby lazy, but Joyce Meyer told me, don't worry. It's go, she going to be, she's lazy. Is she unorganized? Right. Oh, uh, but Joyce Meyer said, don't get don't teens. wait till y'all get yeah, to- she don't get out of it. And I'm looking forward to it, but I'm also trying strategies that maybe I thought this was going to work and it's not. So you need a new tool. And so, um, I'm trying new tools. Maybe it's just, she needs that calendar in her room to remind her what she needs to do. Um, she might need to be, um, affirmed, like, girl, I see you do it. I see you clean that room that day. And it looked good. The other day I walked in her room, my bed was man. I was like, Jen, you did that. And so she'll come back and be like, Ma, you saw me make my bed. I guess yeah, I saw it. <laughs> hey, if it's working, so baby. Baby. let's I'm try. not an affirmation person. My husband, he loves affirmation. I'm learning even to affirm my husband in our co-parenting relationship because he is right. You know, um, I'm a, I may, I say piggyback on the first part of the conversation. Hit some of some of times him and his baby mother have really baby mothers have really good moments. Right. And that moment before where it was really bad, I have to get out of it. Right. And I can't hold it against them because in that moment, my husband is very much also a move on. Now that's where I'm not a move on. Like you done did this. That's it. So you ain't so hit. <laughs> no, I'm still hip. I'm hip but enough to- I'm hip. I'm hip enough that I'm still here trying to try it again. Okay. I, I mean, I get that, but you're not. <laughs> but remember, you a free spirit, and you just like, okay, whatever. What's going on with the flow? Because you do start to, and, and this, and this is the part of me that you know, and I'm sure there's other people out here like this. I intentionally have people who are like me, intentionally. So it is not often that I get hit with a, damn girl, you doing something wrong. Because I surround myself with other hippies. My girlfriends are very much the same, right? So when you catch me off guard with the opposite, it is very much, and and not the opposite that grows me um, in a, I think there's, there's hurt growth, there's fun growth, and there's in the middle growth. That hurt growth, I don't get hit by that quite often. But coming into this relationship, there's a lot of that, a lot of that. But then there's the fun growth where I see our girls or our son just, you know, they're just thriving in the house. We're all just screaming, having a blast. And you're just like, wow, I'm so glad that we chose each other and that we are blending this house because it is fun. It is a good time. Um, There's times that Genesis is with her dad and Ayana's just here with us. And she's like, can we please go pick up Jen? And then maybe two weeks Maybe the next visit, they at each other's throat. We're like, damn, I wish we wouldn't have blend this family together. <laughs> so, you know, we are we are intentional about learning um, the kids, watching them. Um, I love that Ryan does affirm his baby mothers because it does make them have a better relationship, right? You know, um, it does open the opportunity of let's try again 
all as a blended, you know, blended family. And Ryan is very forgiving. Ryan is very um, about his children. And it doesn't matter what the mother of his children might do or my baby father might do. Ryan is very much about his children. And that is the awesomeness about co-parenting with somebody who keeps pursuing his children no matter what. Um, Angel has also shifted things for me as a mother um, because I didn't have the opportunity to um, have help um, raising a baby. You know, me and Jen's father separated um, before she turned one, I moved my life to go be with him. He couldn't keep it in his pants. It was a hot mess moving my life all the way to Atlanta and then having to come back and then doing it again, you know, restarting everything again. Every day was just me getting up with the baby, feeding the baby and Jen fed every two hours. So you know how that goes. Mm-hmm. Um, it was it was a lot for a long time. And so right now with having um, Angel, I have to consider my husband like, oh, shoot, I can't just go get her ears pierced. He wants to be involved. Who marries a man that actually wants to be fully involved? <laughs> it's very But that's ghetto. what you're supposed to do? <laughs> yes. Yes. That is the way it's, it's supposed, ghetto, supposed to do. Thank that's you. That's the way it's supposed to be, though. But that is it the way is. it's supposed to be. And that's the funny thing because it's not promoted. It's not promoted enough that, you know, this is what normal looks like. A man waking up with you, helping you get the baby dressed, a man asking you, no, I want to give her a bath that night. I want to get her dressed. I want to pick her clothes out. I want to take her in the morning. Hold on, player. I want to take her in the morning. Um, maybe I can't take her in the morning. I actually have the option because my husband can. Um, and then just, it, it, it is very different right now with Angel. Um, it is a mind-blowing experience because I'm able to look over and say, wow, like here's a man who is intentionally helping me. Um, but am I really surprised because I've seen him with his kids? I've seen him with his kids before we had a kid, right? You, and you this knew what you was getting. You knew what you yeah, look, look, look. And 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 um kudos kudos to the woman that left him for having kids. Ha ha. Um, because man. I get to experience <laughs> <laughs> I get to experience what she would have, right? Which is a man who's involved. Who needs so a man that's going to be involved? Right. A man who wants to help with the kids and get them dressed. And, um, you know, I, sometimes I just be like, man, I'm doing it. I sit on the couch. And I have a friend where she tells her husband that he just, he ain't going to do it either. He just not going to do it. So baby not going to get dressed. Ain't going to be no bath. Ain't going to be no wake up routine. I can sit back and tell my husband, I don't want to. And he'd be like, I got her. There is no fight with my husband. And I appreciate that um, co-parenting with him is, is, it is easier. It is definitely All easier. Right. Oh, gosh. <laughs> you a good daddy. Right. You a good daddy. Right. You a good daddy. Come on, Ryan. Go ahead. On that, on that question for me. Thank you, man. That, that means a lot. I love you so much. Oh, gosh. Uh, to answer your question, Fleming, about, well, I think you brought it up, Tarasha, on the tools and stuff. I mentioned earlier in our conversation um, about the the gentleman who I had the opportunity to sit in some coaching with, right? Um, I I tell any parent, any dad, especially dads, right? But any parent, right? Go get yourself a coach, right? Or find a mentor or somebody that you can sit with because I haven't always been the person that I am right now 
in regards to how I operate with um, with my children's mother. Right. I've mostly been this person because I got to see my dad and how he operated within the co-parenting dynamic. But right. there was there was some there was some shit I had with me, too. Right. Until I intentionally surrounded myself with some men who had done this before. Right. Remember a fraternity brother of mine, he told me it wasn't until his daughter went to college. She was in senior year at high school. She was going to go to college. That was the first time that his daughter's mother and his wife was able to be in the same room without a fight breaking. Right. Wow. So he had seen it all. Right. And, you know, intentional conversations with him. And then the gentleman who I mentioned where he's, you know, once a year, him and his current wife take a trip with his ex-wife and her current husband. Right. right? And he always tells me, hey, Ryan, I told so I said earlier, don't create no smoke for yourself. Right. He's always in position and he's always thinking one step in the affirmation of my children's mother. That's not something that I was doing at first until I got with Coach Glenn. So I got with Coach G, right? Coach G, the one who told me about a year ago, hey, start affirming, right? The smallest of things, any win you get, affirm the win with them, right? Why? Because they're going to want to hear the affirmation again. So you may end up getting more and more wins, right? So, you know, yes, I, I agree with my wife. Pick up books. I just ain't a reader. Um, so get a, <laughs> try, try to get an audible book or podcast. listen to podcasts like Father Should, right? Father Should Dude. podcast plug. There we go. Yeah. Uh, right, right. Or, <laughs> and my, my piece of advice is anything I do in life, whether it's business related, whether it's education related, or whether it's related to my role as a, as a husband and a father, I go find myself somebody who has done it, who is doing it and doing it successfully. Right. And I sit with them. I talk to them. I, I'm around them. I try my best to learn from them because those are really the people, you know, those lived experiences that they've had are really what allows me to be the person that I, that I am today. Right. Is, is, is just being able to see how they've navigated um, blending families, how they've navigated, uh, you know, having somebody else be introduced into the lives of their children, right? How they've navigated, um, you know, baby mama drama, how they've navigated that, right? How they've gotten to the other end of that now and and, and they're able to say, hey, we got a great relationship. I take pride, honestly, in being able to say that right now, the, the relationship with both uh, my son and my daughter's mother is good, right? I take pride in being able to say that, right? That that we're in, a, and, and that's not to say that there ain't gonna be some bumps coming up for us, right? Bumps coming no, up. I'm there's acknowledging always gonna be bumps, right? That's the thing. There's always, right. always going to be some type Especially of as kids get older and they give their opinion. Especially I mean, as kids get older, right? Recently, um, I think Nasir asked if he could live with Daddy. That was a bump in the road. Yeah, that that, that <laughs> speaking of that, so that that was we a like, bump yeah. There was yeah. A, he said, "Could he live with me?" I said, "Yeah." My my door is always open. Right. He goes home. He tells that to mom. Mom then reaches out to me and says, "Why would you paint a false picture to him that he can live with you?" And so now that's a bump in the road. We have to have right. a conversation because she feels as though I'm okay, doing something that I should not be doing mm-hmm. for whatever the reason may be. And guess what? 
her feelings around it, for whatever the reasons may be, they, they're valid to her. Those are your feelings for how, whatever you feel that way. Does it mean that your feelings are accurate? Does it mean that your feelings are correct? Does it mean that I'm painting a false picture? Because guess what? My door is always open for my kids. And the moment they say, daddy, I want to live with you. And they're serious about it. Now, again, you yeah, can't come live rules. with me because you upset with your mama. Right. You can't right. come with me right. because right. your mama got something going on in her house, standards wise or rules wise right. right. or right. Wise that you don't want and you to think it's gonna be a good time over here. No, you yeah. you well, we just went with we went through that with Genesis because right. she asked us last she asked me last year, she was like, I want to go stay with my daddy, but this is after she's gotten on uh, punishment. Now, Genesis has stayed with her dad before. I tell you, I give my kids away, I give them away. I ain't got no problem with it. She stayed with him for um, she stayed she's she's staying, she's she's stayed with her dad on and off. Um, throughout the years. But one time it was um, for maybe two semesters of school. I mean, two, two months of school. And so Jen knows it is always an option for you to go stay with your dad. I don't fight it. Ain't got nothing to do with child support. He can have, you can have child support too. I don't care. Mm -hmm. However, what you're not going to do is use your father. Cause I told her that's hurtful for you to use him. You only want him because you don't want to abide by my rules. You don't want him because you love him and because you miss being with him every day and because you want to see him you're using him and that is the standard that we teach with her that is not an option that is not okay and right. then you're abusing me because now i'm not good enough because i'm not doing what you what you want me to do so we just went through that as well with genesis like you can stay anytime you want yeah, she the, knows she the, can the doors are always open Absolutely. On both sides, right and, right and that's even why like with my son i was so emphatic with my yes because I felt like his ass genuinely came out of the genuine ass. Yeah. Is that an absolute? I love yeah. you right. enough to want to stay with you. Is that really an option? Could I do that if I really wanted to do that? Right. Um, so I, we say, I just say this, this, even though the relationship is good, there's going to be those bumps in the road. Right. Yeah. Um, you know, there's going to be those moments where and sometimes I almost caused a bump yesterday. My not my Nasir's mother sent me a text message and said, when's the last time you called Nasir? Immediately, I'm on the defensive, right? Yeah. I, I said, I asked my message simply said, I talked to him yesterday and I called him just now. Now, that's what my message said. On my end, I'm thinking, what the fuck you mean when the last time I talked to him, right? <laughs> I, that's what I'm thinking, right? Now, he calls me back after I send the message that I just called him and she then explains, Hey, I asked you that question because I asked Nasir, because I, I asked Nasir a question or something like that about, um, about about you. And he said, I don't know when the last time I talked to my dad. And I was, and she said, I knew Nasir won't tell him the truth, right? That, 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 you, that you hadn't gone that long without talking to him. That's mm -hmm. what she explained to me. Now, mm -hmm. immediately, I was about to cause a bump in the road because mm -hmm. I was on the defensive, not knowing that that wasn't even her intention behind her message, right? Mm -hmm. So I had, luckily I had the tool, which is another tool that I share with dads when I'm talking to them and, and, and when I'm coaching. Always try, and it's difficult, it's difficult. Always try to position yourself to not respond out of your emotion, mm. right? Because- and, and you know what, to, to that, it's not, let me be clear. It's not that difficult. It requires you, it requires you to pause. It requires you to read. 
like, like a lot of times, like, you know, I've gotten messages and in that same vein and I look and it's like, you know, I think because the fact that we're in a co-parenting and half the time we look at it from the viewpoint of what we what we get versus what we're not getting, it's mm-hmm. easy to look at any message and want to get yeah. on a defensive instantly. Yeah. But you yeah. have to pause and stop and read, put it down, and read that again. Yeah. You know, and then if you still have doubt, definitely, like you said, reach out to your peoples, you know, to what to what Tarasha was saying earlier. Like, you know, like I think about me and, and, and my brothers and I'm just like, yeah, like we're all the same. And yet we have such a difference as far as our experiences to the point of where I could toss something in the group and be like, hey, what y'all think of this? And honestly, if I'm out of pocket, them motherfuckers gonna be like, hey, me mm-hmm. out of pocket on that shit, bro. Like, <laughs> yeah. like, like yeah. nah, don't, 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 don't approach it that way. You know, somebody may say, don't approach it that way. I know one like, I kind of know the reactions now that I'm gonna get. I know one to be like, man, fuck that shit. Say what you gotta say. Yeah. And I'd be like, hey, wait a minute. Okay, That's the hype man right there. That's the hype man. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go, go there, For exactly who that person is. <laughs> right. And so I'm like, no, I'm not gonna go there, right? Cause I know what this is gonna bring, you know. Um, but yeah, like definitely just take take the take the time, man. Patience, 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 patience. It's, a, it's, it's such an important piece. Sometimes text messages are the problem. And, and they are because you, you got to pick up the phone and call the person and yep. just have the conversation. Yep. Uh, text messages have caused us to um, not be able to hear the emotions of the person. Exactly. Exactly. And even if in that moment those emotions are negative, you have you still have the option to say, I'm going to get back to you. Yeah. You absolutely. don't have to have that conversation um, for women who are women and men. Um, one thing that we also, I also implement, sometimes Ryan will wait to tell me a situation that has happened between him and the mother of his children, because I'm just going to respond the wrong way. It is not all the time. Um, but it's just like, you know what? I appreciate you protecting us in this moment and our children in this moment, because, well, not even the children, because I never, um, put those motions on the children, but the relationship between the mother, me and you, um, because I am his wife. Right. And I do want him to have the best experience. And some of the things that I feel like are, are thrown at him are just like, what? Right. But he may in that moment decide, I'm not going to tell you this right now. I'll tell you later. And then later turns into us joking about it. Like, yo, they're crazy. Yo, dang. It's like, it is a good time. We be over here cracking up at the things that go on between <laughs> his baby mothers and even my baby father. Right. It'd be a, it, sometimes you just gotta have fun with it. And I tell my husband some things that are thrown at him. I'm like, baby, you'll laugh that off. I remember this one time. Um, <laughs> we had just had a conversation and then out of nowhere, one of the baby mothers called with some bull crap. Mm-hmm. And so he laughed in her face and she was pissed, but he called me back and he's cracking up. But the situation ended up dying down quicker because he laughed about it. And while she was mad, I think she realized like he was, he just wasn't going to be with the stuff. Like I want to say the shit, but he just wasn't with the shit. It's like, okay, it is what it is. Like, and so she couldn't pull that emotion out of him that she wanted. Yeah. And you got to realize when the when while you're co-parenting, the other parent is just trying to pull emotions out of you. And that's it. 
And that's and, it. And you have to, you have to, you have to recognize that. And honestly, mm-hmm. laughing at it was such probably a, while it is that the person may have been pissed about the fact of you laughing, it threw them completely off of their Absolutely. game plan, you know? And it's just like, damn, I got to re, I got to rethink this and read. Yeah, this. yeah. You know like, what I'm saying? And but, they might try even harder, but you know what? I, I, in co-parenting, you got to find the joy in it. Um, you and your kids are the joy, right? The time that you get to spend with them. Unfortunately, even if it's only for two days, an hour, my husband will spend, if if he got 30 minutes and his kid about to drive by him, he going to drive four hours just to spend minutes, okay? Because we fathers and that's what we do. <laughs> that's what we do. You know, that's what we supposed to do. Yeah, that's what y'all supposed to do. Drive you know, them hours. So. That's the least y'all can do. That is the least y'all can do. But um, oh. co parenting is fun um, when you decide that you're going to laugh off some certain things. Um, also, when you when you learn that you need to take a, se- a step back because you're overplaying your position um, as the person coming into the situation, I've learned that. I don't overplay my position. I don't get overly involved in certain things that him and his baby mother have going on. Right. Um, and I just, you know, step back. Um, also, you don't have to play the card of I'm the wife. I'm huge on that. I could care less. I don't need to play that card at all. Because they already I'm know a it. woman yeah. who wants the kids to have a blast. Okay. It is not even the fact that I've taken this man's last name. <laughs> I just want kids to have a good time. But you don't have to play that card of I'm the wife, I'm the girlfriend. Um, let things just come naturally. It is going to take time. Kids evolve. People evolve. Um, situations are going to cause hard conversations, which ultimately might result in better relationship with you and the um, other parent. Um, Ryan and um, even even with my child's father, we had a rough patch, but I was the baby mama, right? And I wanted things my way. I share this often. I'm never afraid to share this. Um, Nothing with him bringing the woman in, but just him. Um, The hurt that I had from our relationship um, was a lot that did cause me to, well, I don't want that for her. I'm picking her up. And for those who don't know, I have full custody of her. Um, So he just didn't come to the, he didn't come to the court. Um, and so I had the ability to say when he could get her, when he couldn't get her. Right. And so, um, that was never my, that was never my goal. He just told me he was going to take her and I took him to court and he never showed up and I just got all the power. Right. And so during that time, when he didn't do what I wanted him to do, I'd be like, I'm coming to pick her up. Right. And I could do that, but I am grateful, very grateful for accountability. Um, one in my relationship with God two um, with, family members and friends who said, Hey, you're wrong. And it's not just hurting him, even if he doesn't express it. Cause you just got some men that be like, mm-hmm. I ain't phased by that, blah, blah, they're hurt. Um, okay. but it's hurting your child. And I remember one time, um, Genesis father pulled me aside and was just like, um, you're hurting her too. And I was like, what you talking about? And he was just like, she wants to stay with me for the week and you'll say yes, but then I piss you off and you come pick and You're talking about you're going to pick her up. And I said, that was it. That was the, that was the last time that I went back and forth with, I'm going to pick her up because you're pissing me off. Now, if you piss me off, I get off the phone. I joke with my husband or whoever I need to joke with. And I'm like, all right, I'll see her when she gets back. Because she because that's his time with her. Um, that's a lot of growth. You know, I've been yeah. the baby mother and I have to realize that um, 
I've been someone I dislike, right? And I have to allow um, Ryan's baby mothers to grow too and evolve and just pray that they'll get some accountability and they will get people who say, hey, you're wrong and you're actually hurting the kid um, more than you think. My last thoughts, uh, th- thank you guys for having us uh, on the podcast. You know, we, we always love um, having these conversations and, 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 and trying our best to be a part of the solution um, sure. within, the, sure. within the world of co-parenting. Um, and to anybody out there, it's, 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 it's going to take work. It doesn't have to be difficult. I watch, I'm a, like I said, I'm a child of divorced parents. I watch my mother and my father. Yes, great um, I watch my mother and my father be at every basketball game on the front row, every debutante ball for my sister on the front row. Everything they could do for us as kids up until my father passed a few years ago, they did. Even in death, my father left my mother as his main beneficiary for his life insurance policy. And they had been divorced for, for at least 15 years, right? So I had that example of it doesn't have to be difficult. No, it no. doesn't have to be hard. It does have to be intentional. It does have to be genuine, right? And so, you know, always ensure that you're, that you're, it can be, be fun. fun. Always ensure that you're operating from that place. And to all the dads out there, even the moms, but I always speak to the dads, get you, a, get you a coach, get you a mentor, get you somebody, you need a mentor for your business, you need a mentor for your spiritual life. You need a mentor for your health. You need a mentor for your wealth. You need a mentor if you're in a co-parenting situation, even if you're not. But more specifically, if you're in a co-parenting situation, you need a mentor who has been there, who has done that, who has experienced some things, and who, is, who has come out on the other end successful in that co-parenting relationship. Get around somebody who's done it. Sit with them. Learn from them. Implement some of those practices that they that they teach you. And just understand that sometimes you're going to fuck up, but it's cool. It's all right. Yeah. As a, you know what, as, uh, as, uh, like, no, seriously, as, as, uh, yeah, no, that's, that's facts, though. That's facts. You're going you're gonna to mess it up. Well, one of my good fire brothers told me, he said, look, it, it, it's not a testament without a test, period. So hey, realize. First of all, what? first of all, you can't say good frat brothers. There's only one good frat. And that's oh, Alpha Phi Alpha Fraternity Incorporated. My bad. Let me let me go ahead, let me go ahead, let me go ahead and correct that. Uh, my 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 absolute dopest frat brother out of the best motherfucking fraternity ever in the goddamn world. Thank you, Five Eight Speaking Fraternity Incorporated. Oh, hey y'all. Oh, ask them again, Flipper. What is Flipper? Oh, she didn't say that. Don't worry about it. We're gonna no, no, no. There's only one fraternity. But then, even if there's another one that people ask about, what what you asking for? Flipping, where is you? Flipping, my brother, Flipping. I'm about to mute his mic right about now. Like, <laughs> my, you know, my, my, boy, my boy, my brother, the good Flipping, he is a member of the esteemed and the prestigious. He settled most prestigious five. fraternity in the world, Five Beta Sigma Fraternity Incorporated. Thank you. you got some good much. friends at Sigmas. You know. I'm gonna tell y'all one thing. Y'all have a good time. Y'all are some loyal brothers. Oh yeah, absolutely, absolutely. All good dudes. Yes, they are. Yes, they are. And the alphas that I've met for the most part, y'all. You know, (laughs) look how he said it. I'm saying the one, the ones that the ones that look. I don't fuck with everybody. I'm gonna be perfectly honest. You know, there's, you know, you gotta look, look. My childhood bestie is a kappa. You know, and that's that's you know, 
you know, and, and you right up in there, you know what I'm saying? Look, 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 with the alpha, you know. We're not, we're not gonna get started with the cat. I'm, I'm trying to think, do I do I know any kids? I don't know. My so some mo- most of my really good friends um that aren't alphas are cute. Okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I don't know how damn my oldest, but you know, no, we just we ain't gonna go. Nobody yeah. Actually, you know what you know what's crazy? You know what's crazy, My line brother's god daddy used you to be the general Iota. president of Iota Five Theta. Wow. Wow. Oh, well, wow. I, yeah, I, but I'm oop, what? Go let that nut be known. Uh, <laughs> Anywho. He, he, he's a good guy, wow. but he's also good guy. Right. He's a good guy. He's, he's a guy. guy. He's a good, good guy. guy. You know, after, you know what? I'm going to remind me to tell you something. The reason why I say what I say and the reason why Alpha is the fraternity, right? Is because the podcast is called We Came First and the podcast is called Father Should. Oh, so gosh. as a father of all fraternal life. Wow. We should hold the rest of y'all accountable for your actions. And the funny, and the funny mm-hmm. thing about that is that honestly, if you dig even deeper, a little bit past, you know, that oh, bullshit you just tried to dish out there, <laughs> you will find that for the most part, every last one of our, every last one of our, our fraternities are indeed rooted as far as masonry is concerned in some which you're right about that. Shape you're right. So you're right about that. So Vaughn, we don't want to stay on topic. All right. What was it? What was I the guess, next one? Um, I guess um, only ones who stand on topic. This is the second time they went off the road. People want to know about co-parenting, okay? That's what they came here for. Do I have something to add? I thought we were just talking. Not you. No, you You talking. <laughs> you said I can't add nothing. No, you can't. No. <laughs> on that note, let me go ahead and give you a whole script. See, on that note, let me hit this pause button. Don't have kids. <laughs> Don't have kids. That's that's what I want to say. And if a man come with kids, run the other way. That's my take. Wow, run the look, other look way. Look at that face. Look at my face. Really? Hey, Fleming, that's one of the things that you just don't even pay attention to. Like she nope. come out here with a little booger snatcher herself. Nope. <laughs> I got two of you. I, I, I still don't herself. recommend them. Huh? You, did you say what a booger snatcher has? <laughs> yeah. I, I still don't recommend them. Like they very ghetto. She want a whole baby mama when I met her. Get, woo, don't do that. <laughs> don't do that. Don't what do that. I turned it into a wife. Whoa. <laughs> Thank you for listening to this week's show. Be sure to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at FatherShouldPod. You can also visit our website at www.fathershould.org.